Hello, wonderful people. This is episode 95 of Neander Talk Podcast with Slutterbell, the fairy. <laughs> you heard me right. We got a fairy on the podcast, a legit real live fairy. Every day she does fairy things. You can find her on Instagram at the Slutter. Every. Ah, oh shoot. I'll post it on there. Slutter. Slutter. Slutter Bell, every fairy, Slutter Bell, eh, I'll post it. All right, you guys will, you guys probably aren't, yeah, whatever. Uh, this was a really fun episode. I had a really good time with her. She's a really smart lady, and you wouldn't think that from some of her posts because she has this character, and it's a wonderful, funny, great character. And this was a really cool, unexpected, like I learned, and it, I was just, it was unexpected treat not that I wasn't looking forward to having this podcast with her but I didn't know what to expect and what I got was really cool and I think you guys will really enjoy this episode uh episode 95 I don't know what more to say follow me you know I don't know how to pimp myself follow me on Instagram like and subscribe I'm doing what I can for you guys to entertain you and get some entertainment for this quarantine uh yeah, it sucks. Here's some inter- here's here's something to watch or listen to. That and uh, Tiger King, of course. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Lick on these nuts and suck, suck the, the dick. dick. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I I was like in fifth grade, sixth maybe sixth grade, and I and I was listening to that. And I remember walking in. I was in school, and I was walking into the bathroom, singing that. Uh-huh. And as soon as I turned the corner in the bathroom, there was the science teacher, math teacher of like. And they're just like. And I saw him and I turned right back around. It's just like one of those things, you know, like you're not allowed to cuss when you're a kid. When you're in school. Right. When you're in school, you can't cuss. Yeah. I mean, look at us now. I know. It's F this, F that. Everywhere. Everybody does it. Well, and in like Europe, the C word is like a compliment. So everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Cunt. Yeah. I. It's I, big in Australia. I but it's like a compliment. Everyone. You know, yeah. It's like a compliment. It's like, hey, you sound cunt. How you doing? Yeah. There? You know, it's like. It's funny. Uh, but English. a dog's cunt is bad. Um, I learned that. A dog's cunt. Oh, OK. There, there are different levels of cunt that are acceptable. So and, and is the worst one a dog's cunt? I think I, I think dogs is this in Australia? No, this this is in Europe. Y- in in England. Um, also, you're British, but you can also be English. Um, and I I asked for the definition and like why, and they're like I don't know. Some people are both, and I'm like I'm so <laughs> confused. Okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those everybody and they're all like oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, I'm I'm English, yeah. He's not though, and I'm like, so. What 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 does that mean exactly? Oh, you know, just you know, this person's British, and then then they're also English. What? Huh? (laughs) I know so (laughs) very little about the English culture. I like movie, like I like Guy Ritchie movies. 
He's isn't he Australian? I don't know, but I like his movies. I are like him too. Like English gangster flicks. You know, I like those. Oh, I love. Old I watched Englishman. that last one, The Gentleman. Yes, yes. Matthew McConaughey. That was good. I'm I'm all for it. like Sirian McKellen is like I mean you know besides the fact that I'm married I he's the love of my life even though he's 81 and gay and you know but I still think it it could work. You turn him out. I I love I I just want to live with him. I mean my husband can live there too. I, he'd be fine with it. Would you be fine living with a, an 81 year old gay British knight? I mean come on, he's an, an excellent actor. If there's any gay 81 year old British knights out there that's hiring or looking for, you know. I'm mean, um, half your nice. age. He's I look good for my age. He does, and he's talented. You know, as long as I don't have to do anything strange. If you I just like my care. company. I'll paint his toenails. I don't care. Like I love him. I'd paint his toenails too if that's where it stops. I just wanna. I just wanna be like read me bedtime stories, satanic rituals. I don't care. I just wanna hear you talk. And, <laughs> you know, and that beautiful voice. <sighs> Slutterbell. Yes. That's your name. Yes. Slutterbell. Mm-hmm. I mean, come. What's uh? Can you tell me that what that name means? Like, I don't well, want to yeah. just. No. I've had a couple shots of vodka, but I'm not there yet to get, you know, yes. to go obvious with it. But it's okay. Uh, I get like fluffernut and and you know slutterby and you know. So, um, basically, my parents were going through a human phase when I was born, and they named me Denise Bell. And in high school, I was I was very nerdy and stuff, and the mean girls. Uh, took a picture of me in the locker room when I was changing because my shirt got stuck on my wing. And so they started calling me Slutterbell. And rather than be bullied by it, I was like, well, um, Slutterbell kind of sounds more like a fairy name than Denise anyway. So I embraced <laughs> it. And it's an anti-bullying story. You were wearing these wings in high school? Oh, no, no, no. This was this was the backstory that that came up when I was live on air. And they said, how did this name come about? And that's what came out of my mouth. And that is okay. what stayed. OK, that's <laughs> I told you I can think on my feet like I like it. Well, I was about to dive into this story. <laughs> I I need more than just the, the headline. You know, they tell you to just keep going and, you know, an improv and stage and just just keep I didn't know that's what we were doing. I was just I'm, I'm here to <laughs> learn. That's well, that's and the story laugh. it is. That's but, what came out. OK, I like it well we you stopped it i was gonna keep going so you were wearing s wings in high school huh? yeah i was changing for gym class you know and my shirt got stuck and i, I was like eh. and then they took a picture of me and they were like slaughter bell and you know so i turned it into an anti-bullying so kids like me too so now i'm a family-friendly fairy okay now i'm confused well because you, if you look at hold on hold on <laughs> Did you really do this in high school? Is that a real no. story? What's the real story? What's Slutterbell mean? Like, where did Slutterbell like officially started in 2017. Um, I went to Comic-Con for the first time. I'd never been. I didn't know anything about it. I got a free ticket. And we walked around. It was a really fun time. And then there was this row of women. And they were, like, hot women. And they had pictures of them everywhere. But they were, like, in, like, hoodies and had their hair up. And they just looked bored and miserable. And men kept going up with, like, pictures, and they'd sign them and give them money. And I asked my friend, I was like, what is going on here? And they're like, oh, those are the professional cosplayers. <coughs> they were just wearing hoodies? Yeah, they didn't. It, they weren't in cos? Like, they didn't care, yeah. They, it's like they showed, They rolled out of bed from the hotel and just showed up because they Oh, they so were imports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, everybody from Comic-Con, yeah. Like, cosplay people know who these cosplayers yes. are. They make six figures and, like, from taking pictures. I've got a little bit of... 
I've had some cosplayers on the podcast a couple times, so I know a little bit about it. Like some people do it just for fun, but these these are the ones that have like makeup artists and costume designers and right. Stuff. Oh, right, right. The professionals. Yeah, and probably like have that make six figures. Yeah, a ton of followers on Instagram. Oh, and yeah, yeah. So like I was I was very confused. I was like, so they're sitting there looking, you know, like ass, and people are like their fans that built them are coming up and paying them money to sign their name on a piece uh, on a picture because mm-hmm. they don't even act they just you know like take most of them don't you know and and they were complaining about it and i was just like it, it just pissed me off i don't know cuz it's so hard being you know an actor and stuff so i just did a video kind of tongue in cheek about you know just i was like well i'm going to make up my own character and i'm going to make her talk she's not just going to take pictures and it was kind of a joke, but then I woke up the next morning and it's like, for whatever reason, this really stupid one minute video people like. So this was, you had that idea <coughs> right there at Comic Con yeah. or Planet, Planet Comic Con for your first time. Yeah. And then you woke up the next day and did, did something. I drove out to Bunny Super Bunnies and got me a wig and got some wings and went out in the backyard and made a video. Why a fairy? Where did that idea come up with, come from? Well, I don't know. I I mean, I like fairies, and I wanted an original character, and I wanted a character that could go a lot of places and do a lot of things, you know? And I didn't have to have, like, a specific costume (coughs) and everything. I I get fairy shamed, because apparently there is fairy culture. (laughs) Um, No. Oh, yes. Uh, Don't go to Renaissance Festival dressed like this, let me tell you. They okay. They they'll be mean to you. They will straight up like turn their Why? backs on you. Why? Is there are there there? Okay. This sounds interesting. I don't interesting. live in nature. I don't live in nature, so of course I couldn't help myself. And they have to stay in character the whole time. So I'm like, you don't have to live in the trees and the dirt. I live in a house. I have air conditioning. We can fix your situation. And they were so mad. They like clicked really? up together and no, like, they walk didn't. away. Yeah, no. they like walked away like a group of like mean girls. Like, and I was like, you know, these vlogging. are forest fairies. Yeah. Don't they understand? There's like different kinds of fairies oh no there aren't not according to them well they don't know anything they're ignorant they they, they commune with nature they're fairyists you're supposed to wear like neutral colors and you know like no glitter and holographic what do they think the tooth fairy is uh, that i didn't ask because they wouldn't talk to me the mermaid was cool his name was um merman when, it, when he went by he went by Roxanne so um, oh okay so I I don't know a transgender <laughs> a transgender mermaid he had a beautiful tail he was he was way nicer than the the fairy people well yeah he didn't have to have grudge with you he's a different species but still he was like you know he's not a fairy he said he would love to be a fairy and and stuff and he was he was very kind and the king and queen you know they like lead the parade and they march around. They, I had talked to them and interviewed them earlier. They were like, fairy, come on, come and walk with me. And the other fairies were in, like, the back of the line with, like, the peasants and peons. And I was, like, walking with the king and queen. And I'm like, Were you <laughs> working at the Renaissance <laughs> Festival? Oh, no. I just you cover just, events. You just went up there? Yeah, yeah, You cover yeah. events? Yeah. I just, like, whatever thing is going on, I do, you know, videos or promos or whatever. And Yeah, so you like to do, <clears throat> I guess, social media. Let's see, you have a Twitch account. I do. I have every. Well, you have YouTube? Yes. Instagram is how I found out That's about you. That's where I started, yeah. I, I live stream on Twitch. Um, how often? Every day. because Doing um, what? It depends. People 
generally new people come into my stream and just say, what is happening here? And I'm like, well, which part? What are you doing? Like, are you out doing stuff or are you just at home sitting in a computer chair um, talking and, and interacting? Like, because there's different kinds of streamers on Twitch. Right. And I'm I'm in the IRL section. Right. right. So um, uh, I change it up. Like, I uh, when I'm at home, I'm on my couch and the pig is always with me. My pet pig, Dashel. Um, and sometimes I take them like backstage when I go to play performances, you know, and stuff like that. I take them, I took them to the pig farm one time, you know, just when I got my hers did like at the salon, I was like, you know, never thinking about taking them to like, I'll take them anywhere. Butcher shop or a barbecue <laughs> joint. I can't take it. Well, I, could <laughs> take I should cause it's Kansas city. Although it doesn't, it gets lost on them because my stream, they're like, what's your demographic? I'm like insomniac Europeans. Because that's <laughs> the majority of my stream. Because I stream really? I, I, like eight to eleven is like those are my set hours. But a.m. or p.m. p.m. Okay. So eleven p.m. That's when you stream. Eight to yeah. Eight to eleven. Okay. And sometimes I I'll go over if people really want to talk and stuff like that. Or and sometimes I'll do da random day streams. Like especially now because literally every job I do, it's like just kidding, <laughs> not happening. It's quarantine season. I was wondering what this, uh, if this is, this is good for streamers. I would think a lot of people are looking for entertainment. Yeah. So if you're a content creator on Twitch, I imagine this is probably a, f a fairly good time for you guys. And the only thing that's annoying is now everybody's trying to do it. You know. I was gonna say <laughs> I bet on the flip coin, flip side of that coin, I bet you there are a lot more people. Why would I start. watch stream? I'll just I'll just turn on I'll my webcam. Because I'm wonderful. Like. Yeah. But no, I my stream like I had started earlier and I didn't even it was kind of a social experiment. I didn't expect it to go anywhere. I didn't think people would necessarily find it interesting, but I majored in psychology like I, I have a brain actually. So um, people come to my stream because they think I'm a dingbat because my character is a dingbat. But um, it was kind of a psychological experiment and um, I'm like a lot of my group you know they send me messages like they update me if they're not around like they ask me questions like live questions and stuff like that so it's it's, an in it's interesting and it's your psychologist well i mean i majored in psychology and french so <laughs> je parle petit français aussi and so i have je ne sais quoi <laughs> <laughs> parlez-vous français and suck le vieux Je ne sais pas is a good one to know. Or if you want to say it in La slang. La fin du monde. You, That's kind of fitting for right now, right? La fin du monde. Oh. I like je m'en fiche, which is like the really like casual way of being like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, you know. Nice. It's like, <clears throat> it's like tch, please. I, isn't that fun? Je m'en fiche. Je m'en fiche. You're like, eh. Je m'en fiche. Ugh. Ugh. Stupid American. Exactly. Although they never, they never thought I was American when I studied there. They thought I was Eastern European. Well, that's pretty. That's probably what you want, huh? That's, yeah, that's they true. don't like Americans, huh? They like. I mean, they they figured it out fairly quickly. But I was always really nice, and I I never did um, speak English. Well, the family I lived with, I ended up getting in like welfare housing, and they took in like exchange students to make extra money and stuff. But when you fill out the form, you say, do you want to live in the country, the city, blah, blah. I was like, well, I want to mm. live in the city. I want to, you know, I want to, I don't want to be a tough kids. call. Well, I didn't realize. Country would be kind of cool in it another is. country. 
it's it's beautiful because they have like chalets out there and it's like yeah you know but no i got i, I it was i found out later that it was it was like you know government housing and that's why people's laundry were hanging out the windows and like oh shit they sent you to government housing when you yeah. do that stuff yeah yeah i mean could I'm you imagine if they nice. did that here because <laughs> they don't do that there's no way we would there's no way they would do that here i mean take foreign exchange students and put them in government housing they had a little tiny room, but it was nice. I mean, it was. I had a great view of the courtyard <laughs> and what was going on and what all the neighbors were doing. Come to America from Germany and come stay in Section Eight. <laughs> it is. It's called an Ashalim. <laughs> it's called an Ashalim. That's it. Yeah. Could you imagine? That would not fly here. I don't think. Like everybody <laughs> else had chalets. <laughs> And, then, and, they, and my family th- was the only family that didn't speak any English. And I got kind of conned into studying abroad. And I'd only had two semesters of French. So I really didn't speak it at the time. And they, my family, it was a mom and she was divorced and her 17-year-old son. And he was always sneaking cigarettes and stuff. <laughs> and it was, it was <laughs> well, you know, typical family. But, like, um, yeah, they didn't speak English, like, at all. Like, so I you just got immersed in it and just got to get pushed right into it and just, this is me now. I was like, that's I, cool. I mean, it's like you're either going to starve and not go anywhere or just figure it out, you know, yeah. and I still, you know, I'm not perfect, but I can make people understand what I need. So, and I do a lot. I'm really good with like hand talking, you know, like <laughs> acting it out and circumlocuting. So circumlocuting. That's what my French teacher says. It, it means I've like never. Is that a word? Yeah. It, is it, that one word? Yes. So if you circumlocuting, circumlocuting, circumlocuting. So you're describing another word with other words that you know to try and explain what you mean. Just trying to explain circumlocuting. Yeah. So you're like go, you're, cir- you're you're circling it with these words, you know, to try. I got and you. Like, what yeah. a cool word. And I know I learned it from her. It's like. Because she like you know on the exit exam you have to talk and some th- man I don't know any words that's awesome you're just like it's oh, this man. thing that does this that's like this <laughs> she's one of these people that'll make you feel really stupid if you hang around her long enough oh no no I just I fall into things I just never say no really I mean I mean I'd say why no. your slutter pill <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna like do ritual sacrifice now I might vlog it as long as it's not an animal. I mean, I really like animals, but if it's like a mean person and they probably deserve it, then I can handle that. Okay. But I love to attend. I got invited to a, a peyote ceremony. Really? Yeah. Around here? And it's actually in Fayetteville. And <coughs> it's a, it's a Fayetteville, group, Arkansas. It's a group of fairies. It's a private group and they've been watching me. They've been watching you? Yes. Oh my gosh. There is really fairy culture. Yeah. Fairy. And they watch you. Are, do you watch other fairies? No. Are you Were you aware of this fairy culture? Are you... Are you... I'm an urban fairy. Are you educating yourself in fairy culture ever since you've kind of well, learned about that there is one that exists? I, I, I just kind of listen to what people say, you know, just to see how their take on it so that I can sort of try and fit into situations. So... Can you tell me your definition of a fairy? I just think fairies are... Well, I'm the every fairy, so like an every man, you know? Like, fairies are like everybody else. I mean, we've got magic, but maybe we don't have, like, the best magic, you (laughs) know? Like, you know? (laughs) Like, my magic's like I, like, change my hair color with my mood and stuff Your hair looks beautiful, by the way. Thanks. You have incredible hair. For most people listen to this, they don't necessarily view it. it. Well, it's not real. It's... Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not wig. real. Yeah, this is my weave. Uh, no, it's a wig. That's um, a wig. I have like over oh, fifty wigs. Oh wow! How how dumb am I? Do you think I'm really dumb for thinking that's real hair? No, because my hair, my actual hair, is pink right now at the moment, like a pale pink. So. Well, it looks like real hair, and it goes from like this light, it's beautiful pink, and then it goes into like where it looks like you have dark roots. roots. But it blends into it. It looks like it goes really good. It's really cool. It's lace front. If you need a good wig, get a lace front wig. What's that? Okay. I mean. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got distracted. So your I your definition of a yeah yeah so <laughs> your definition of a fairy. Just I mean. You maybe know, you don't have the best magic. You can change your hair. Maybe some people do have great magic, and some people don't. I think being a tooth fairy is a government job. It's like the Supreme Court. <laughs> Once you're in, you're in until you die. <laughs> you know, like I'm like I don't take people's teeth. That's nasty. Oh, that is nasty. I know. It's like no, it's not for me. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like I study abroad in like the human world. And th that's how I go to all the events is I ask questions that, you know, and people can explain and, you know, tell me all about their whatever they're An doing. An April O'Neil of fairies, if you will. Yes, exactly. Of course. On the playground. Oh, my gosh. I was like, no, I'm not Donatello. I'm April. Excuse me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, I love your answer. So it's it, I, I set up that I help, you know, I lead I, leading questions and um, but I look like an idiot and then they look smart. And so because people get nervous in improvised situations, and I'm like, oh, don't worry, I'll take the fall. I'll, I won't let you fail. You're a professional. So I do. And I have three rules. You're an improv fairy. I am. I, I studied at the groundlings. Like Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I uh, you should be huge. Well, you How, know. I mean, I don't I know. I've been eating a little <coughs> bit more lately. Ha, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I I know very little about you. I've stumbled upon your Instagram somehow. Well, I have two. I have, uh, there's a human, my human identity and my fairy identity because. You're, f I don't know. How would I have, I don't know how I stumbled upon your fairy persona on Instagram. And it's probably a hashtag. Probably. And I just like, oh, this is interesting. This is like your, uh, your all your, I, I'm, I pretty much only fuck with Instagram. Yeah, I love Instagram. I like Lisa Frank on acid is my style of decorating photos. I showed your, I I've showed your thing to somebody and they, sh and they said she looks like she's on acid. Lisa Frank on acid. Oh my gosh, I, I hit it. Yes. You know, do you remember Lisa Frank, like the trapper keeper, like the dolphins and unicorns and like. Yes. So that's, yes. that's, that's my aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of <laughs> sense. Wow. Um. So, anyways, I stumbled upon your Instagram, and then I started watching your videos. I was like, "Is this?" And I just is got wrapped. Real? I was like, "Is she for real, or is this like <laughs> fake?" Like she's like like this, and I'm like, and I'm like, I was like, "Okay, I think I, I think I get it." <laughs> and it took me a little while to get. It. I was like, "I think, I, th yeah, she would be fun to have on the podcast." And so I reached out. So all I know really about you is just a little bit of your. Uh, Instagram stuff. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm a SAG union actress. Um, like I do commercials and a lot of voiceover. Um, to you know, pay the bills and stuff like that. And I help co-host a radio show for my friend because he lost his co-host. What's the radio show? Big Dumb Fun Show. Big Dumb Fun. Big Dumb Fun Show. How do you find it? Um, he's on. Well, we have Facebook. We live stream Facebook too, as well. Is as it like a Facebook radio show? Like how? Um, 
I mean, like what's your, you what? can hear it on Facebook, it, but and you can see us too. But I think like you can have a Periscope, you can get it on iTunes and the, there's a website, bigdumbfunshow.com, that kind of thing. And um, I mean, is it like a podcast or is it like on the radio? Like it's, I mean, it's more podcasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, like, how are, how are, how would somebody be able to find it? It's not on a on a station. Spot like is it on Spotify? Yes. Yes. Okay. So podcast like, app, Apple a- iTunes podcast app. Yes, he's got all okay. those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the back episodes and everything like okay. that. And yeah, we just interview um local anything. Oh, he's really. local. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I do it every Monday night. It's super fun because I'm kind of learning like radio, you know, buttons okay. and. Where do you guys? Oh, do you do this at the radio station? Mm-hmm. Wow, which one? Well, he has his own. Oh, jeez. Like he rents his own little studio, and it's in this old ice building. Like it's it's really cool. Nice. Okay. So uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. How long you been doing that? Just um, a little bit. Well, I was a guest, you know, like a long time ago, and then I was a guest again, and then, you know, he just had fun, and he kept having me come back more often and often, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, my co-host is gone. Can you just would you <laughs> like to just do it?" And I'm like, "All right." Nice. So. Yeah, it's, it's I, I got to go kayaking for the first time ever at the sports show, Ooh. Um, live streaming kayaking, um, Barry. <laughs> so that that was interesting. Well, I I theme everything. You know, I had the plaid, you know, with glittery boots and you know wings, and just they shoved me in a kayak and off I went. Did you enjoy it? Actually, they said I was a natural. Really? Yeah, mm. and I'm not athletic at all. No? No, not Just takes coordination with a kayak, right? <laughs> Strength, stamina. And thought. Thought. There were a lot of children in the water, and I didn't want to hit Ooh, them. children yeah. will definitely motivate you when you don't want to fuck up a kid. Because I do that enough <laughs> with my wings. I wing people. Because like, when I'm out. How big are your wings usually? The Widowmakers. Because you got wings on now, but they're just like These elephant are my ears. Wings. Like, not even, no, I'm sorry, not elephant ears. They're like. They're, I have These are the driving wings. So that, you know, driving wings, off. they're. It's important, but I the like the widowmakers are like three feet tall, eight inches a side or something, eight nine inches. Something. My widowmakers are like, but you know if you turn too fast, you forget and you just knock kids. Knock out kids right over all day. You know it's just like boom, boom, boom. You know, and you hear it in the wings because they're made of like steel and 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 <laughs> this laminate stuff, and so you're just like, boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you want a picture? Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> So yeah, for for big appearances, I always wear the, the the massive wings and everything. So after that first Comic Con, you did an Instagram video, mm-hmm. <coughs> just coming up with this fairy character. And it it takes fun. off. So I did another one. Did another video. Yeah. And, and everyone does good. Yep. And then it just kind of, and then about a week later is when I started getting private messages like, you know, you may you make me want to get up in the morning i don't understand your videos they're really dumb but they <laughs> make me smile and um and you make me realize that there's a reason you know to keep living so thank you i mean people were saying that to me right off I'd the never, bat yeah that i'd never met before wow and it I really took off like and i don't know why because that the videos are real dumb i'll admit it i'm you know i do it on purpose that they're dumb right you know? and um and it, it, i was like how can i stop after that you know, I you get it after a couple of videos because, you know, you do the looking around with your eyes and like, uh, uh yeah, it's totally it's wonderful. But some <clears> I made Reddit fails three times. What's Reddit? I don't know. I, I, I just got Reddit recently, but I haven't really messed with it. It's like a 
message board type yeah of like platform. everything yeah of like a- anything you could imagine i don't really get it either but um they have a live stream fails like where people screw up and they make fun of them oh so you've made that yeah people make fun of you because i'm i give life advice um fairy life advice or yeah is that for us humans or is that for fairies well it's like what i think human advice from a fairy yeah, yeah 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 or i'll ask questions and people think that it, that's really how i am and so they clip it and put it on Reddit. Fails. I love that. That's, you gotta love that. It's it's hysterical. I'm so good at failing. Like, I'm so proud of myself. Like my my There's life so much comedy. There's comedy in failing. <laughs> well, I the one of the best compliments I ever got was it, it takes it takes a lot of pra- brains to play dumb convincingly. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody can be like that, but like I I am I'm genuine. I'm like genuinely dumbfounded when I interview people, and so. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of comes off people are like oh is she really that uh, and i make up words or i slightly alter words i'm like like for columbus day i was like they wanted to call it like national androgynous people's day or <laughs> something and like and i get comments like it's indigenous people and i'm like <laughs> thanks Thank you. yeah you didn't <laughs> get it you obviously didn't get it <laughs> But it's got to be fun messing with the people that don't get it. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a real like you could have fun with those people all day. That's and that's what I do. Like when the trolls come in and, you know, are saying mean things to me, like then I just I play with it. It's like a spider with like insects. I like this. When you put yourself on the Internet, you have to have real thick skin. Oh, yeah. And you have to know who these people are. A lot of times it's just kids. When you don't know who the people are, they're usually like 19 to 25 would be my guess. Um, I think like I've like seen like a kids. yeah yeah some some are like like kid like thirteen thirteen mine is a mature they're always page. like the ones that you like to use the racist ones like oh yeah they're dropping the n word all and over the place and they spell it but they spell it different so that it doesn't get caught by the yeah yeah and it's all it's always like thirteen year old kids that think they're as I think they're just trying to be as shocking as they possibly can and nothing shocks me at all so I, you yeah know. you must get called horrible horrible things oh yeah all the time. But like I said, it has nothing to do with me. Trolls are miserable, miserable creatures, you know, and they want they see happiness and they try to destroy it. And I just don't let them. And they either become friends. I I convert a large amount of trolls to actually followers that hang out and like like to be there. And they're like, I can't be mean to you anymore. I give up. Or you you see like in the chat, like their brains melting down. (laughs) You know, because I just keep complimenting them and asking them if they're, they're okay and, like, what's going on and, like, nothing bothers me. Or if they say something like, I don't know, like, you probably have a fat ass. I'm like, actually, I don't. I, Man, I was blessed with this or cursed with this disease. It's the flat ass disease. It's like a black hole, you know. It just <laughs> sucks in extra matter, but it stays flat. I sit on people and it cuts them with the bones. And, you know, like – because the, the the things that those asses are out there. I've seen the flat ass syndrome. I, it's I do. It's, it's it's like girl, do some squats, eat some cornbread. I can't though. Do some squats. Cause I my get that thing. thing. I'm, uh, if it's important to you, if not, hey, I'm sure there's dudes out there that like a flat ass. I mean, or don't need a good ass. Like I know how to dress for my body. <coughs> so. <laughs> how often are you doing the fairy thing? Every single day. Every day. Yes. This is your life now. Like, so what? at what point did you go from doing some Instagram videos or did it just start immediately as soon as you got that instant reaction of it being good? Were you like, damn, 
boom, I'm a fairy now. And I had to separate that account from my main account because I just did it on my main account. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so then I was like, I'm going to. And so then I started a Facebook page, you know, to see how that would go. And then, you know, I just kept adding as I as I went and stuff. And so and I just recently a week ago started a TikTok. Oh, we were just talking. Charlie and I were just talking about it earlier before we got here about TikTok. That ain't uh, I'm too old for that, I think. I'm too old for it. I'm mm. I, I was born 30 and I'm 34 now, so I'm technically 64 mentally. You're 34. So you were what 31 when you started this? Uh, yes, yeah, so thirty, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-one, thirty-two. Yeah, I had my birthday, so yeah. The so thirty-two, you decided to get into cosplay. Well, I, I'm Kinda. an actress. I'm a professional actress, so you know, and and I was creating a character because I studied at the Groundlings and creating a character to yeah. teach you. And and now, yeah, I mean, I I meet celebrities and like it's just bizarre. I knocked out the new voice of Yoda, the new Disney voice of Yoda. Like I I winged him in the head um, on accident. <laughs> yeah, they were doing a leading up to comic-con event before it got canceled right he was like the special guest but i didn't know what he looked like to be fair and and baby I, yoda well he's really tall but he was bent over and so i had the widow makers on and you know <laughs> but we're facebook friends now it's totally cool nice so but yeah <coughs> i brained yoda is there uh any local do you have any local cosplayers that you guys like you get together with and do things with or are you just kind of more of a solo solo act well there there are a couple of groups that are very close-knit and 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 we're cool like you know but i'm just i'm not exactly a cosplayer because i don't just do like pictures and stuff like that you know what i mean i i have a character and i have a whole okay. story so you're slightly different you're like a i have an episodic it's almost like a soap opera like i would put out episodes and stuff like that and um and i have some like established characters because some of my friends are like dude can i be a fairy and it just kind of grew like that apparently anybody can be a fairy anybody like, you created this thing overnight and it it's taken off and but it takes commitment like you've committed i yeah you've been doing this for a couple years now like every day straight you like live the fairy life i, I literally do what's your family think about it what do they think when it when you first switched over or, or when they were like oh she really is doing this well my mom was a hippie um you know and she streams with me she's mutterbell um <laughs> and every now and then she'll come on and she'll do a video or something and one time we were live streaming she's like i remember back in the 70s I dropped acid once. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> so, I mean, she's really supportive. Um, you didn't want to hear it? <laughs> oh, she told the, so the whole story. I would love if one of my, I know my parents haven't. <laughs> but if, like, Ryan, I've got to tell you a secret. Don't tell your brother or your sister. But when I was, like, 19, I did acid. I'm like, oh, my God, I'd love to hear that story. But it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist for yeah, my parents. My parents are well. My dad, my dad disowned me recently for reasons I don't really know. I I think he's got like dementia, so I don't hold it against him. I'll check in, you know. I check in with him. Put some fairy dust on him. Exactly. But my mom's married to a rabbi, which that's interesting. And um, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know it just keeps getting better. What's he think of this? Um, he actually really likes it. Yeah. Um, he's a very he's a reformed rabbi, and you know, he just thinks it's hysterical. 
And I have an LLC. Like, I mean, I made a business out of it. You, you know? made a business out of being a fairy? Yeah. I never What's the best way to make your money? Going to these events or? Yeah, like, whenever I MC or host things. I mean, charity I do for free, obviously, you know. And, like, the promos. I shoot little promos around town. And I do that for free for, like, local businesses. Because they're just little things, you know. And, yeah. Um, but, and I also work in trade. Like, because fairies need a lot of stuff, I discovered. What do you need? Well, I mean, for I want nice lights and, you know, camera equipment, you know, for when I stream. Like, I don't want to just be jank and, you know, like, so I, you know, I get money that way. And, you know, I replace things as they break. Outfits, <laughs> wigs, wigs wear out. You wigs, know? that you, yeah, you must spend a lot of money on your costume stuff or your. Luckily, I sort of dressed like this anyway um, when I started. So that was that was helpful. But like, um, yeah. And and then Wish noticed me that have you ever heard of Wish the app? Um, it's like it's it's from China and you can buy literally anything on it. It takes like a month to get here, but it's super cheap. Okay. Well, so I bought a few things and then I did um, reviews uh, as the fairy, but they were serious reviews, you know. Like I I, but I was the fairy, you know, and they liked it so much that they um, offered me like they send me free stuff and to I review do, yeah <laughs> can you ask for certain things like hey i want this they it's it's i'd love to review this it's like the, what the manufacturer wants but they have my sizes and they they have my profile of like my style of stuff that i wow do, you know so big time so you get free it's damn like, it's i'm Christmas. doing this all wrong i gotta like i gotta start i gotta come up with something charlie i need a mask or some horns or <laughs> so i need to be the podcast devil or something like that i don't know just you, i mean you could come up with any you'd be surprised because i make people come up with a character on the spot before they shoot a video immediately yeah and what what comes out is it's it's great it's so fun like the last one i did twinkle tush is what <laughs> came out <laughs> twinkle tush yeah like I just let people choose, you know, because it's it's their thing, and then they get, and then like by the second or third, because all the videos I do them in one minute increments and release them like episodically, and um and they're all improv, and I only take the first take, and and they're a minute or less. Those nice. are my rules. Nice. I have some certain. I have my own little rules like that for like my intro. You know, I I do an intro for the podcast every week. And uh, I always do it's whatever the first take is, mm-hmm. so whatever comes out of my mouth. Because well, it's genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to sound, I don't want it rehearsed. And right. and when people break <clears throat> and laugh, it's even more genuine because yeah. it fits in, you know? And that's why I always say, I'm like, I know you're afraid, but I am not going to let you fail. You will not fail. You'll feel like an idiot, and then you'll watch it, and you'll be like, oh. Because all of those videos, anything that you saw, like it was completely. I've only seen anything. the ones with you. I you've done stuff with oh, other yeah, people. Oh yeah, I just myself. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I do it a lot with other people. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I haven't seen. I just been seeing your solos. Well, recently, <coughs> you know, I just talked yeah. to myself or the pig, you know. The pig, yeah. Yes. Um. So this fairy culture, are you getting involved with it, or do they just kind of reach out to you? Like, what's up with this online fairy stuff? the other fairy instagram accounts and they don't really look anything like me they're beautiful they're beautiful but um i i don't do like the whole like corsets and flowy skirts are they all like and they're all against you these all these like even though you said the fairy culture like the fairies kind of watch you 
are there like good fairy groups that are embracing what you're doing or do a lot of them dislike it like what's it's, it's kind of what's your status in the fairy world it's split like um i get my wings custom made now i like i don't buy like amazon like strap on wing like mine are like made and stuff and i have those a are made yeah yeah who makes them you um it's an etsy shop so the, I have, oh, like, okay dope etsy shop yeah yeah and they're also, you know, fairy. They do stuff. And so they're cool with me. But I had one wingsmith. Ha, um, <laughs> wingsmith. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted a custom order. You know, we were working together. And, and then she saw, you know, my, you know, everything and my aesthetic and everything. And she's like, I'm sorry. I just can't in good conscience, conscience make these wings for someone who does not embrace the fairy culture as it should be embraced. And I was like, and she was actually. She's dead ass serious. Yeah, yeah. And she she's turning close. business away. Yeah, uh, like cash money, because I wasn't even going to go through Etsy. I was just going to go through her and c- meet up because she wasn't that far away. And like, yeah, so. Wow, this is serious. Like with these, are these fairies that are against you? So they're like the woodland fairies. Yes, yes. Are they fairies every day? Do they just do it for Renaissance and and for like Planet Comic Con, or, or like how dedicated are they to their fairiness? I think they can't be anywhere nearly as dedicated as you. No, and mine was by accident. I didn't want to be. I just like that. I, I I ended up getting paid because I. What don't happens with with every superhero? Well, you don't want to be. You just it just becomes. It's you your calling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I I refuse to say like professional anything until you're being paid. Right. Like, you know, people who are like I'm a model, but they just like you know take mm. pictures for in, no. for Instagram. And but like some of these people will have business cards that say professional fairy, but they don't get paid. Like I actually like make money as the fairy. I mean, I didn't start out that way, but you know, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm I'm a professional fairy, like. It's <laughs> And a SAG, a SAG union, you know, actress, like, but, um, yeah, they, I, I bet they wish they could dress like this all the time. I sometimes wish. But, I mean, why don't they can? Like, them getting mad and upset about it, they should be turning that towards them and being like, here this, every fairy is out here killing the game. Cause I, and I'm urban. And I'm this, uh, yeah, you're urban, you're, you're. I go to like restaurants and stuff. You're like, free hey, spirit. You're a city, <laughs> you're a city fairy. I am, yeah. Kansas City fairy. I am. And then you get these little woodland fairies out there that are all pissed off. If they would just look, you're giving the blueprint on how to be a successful fairy. Well. I mean, come on, woodland fairies. Look at what she's doing and you do it. Be a woodland fairy on, 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 on Instagram and Twitter and just do your culture. Do your little floating around a tree or something, whatever it is you do, and, and, and get your hustle that way. Don't look at what you're doing. You're putting together a blueprint for other fairies to follow. Instead of hating on that, they need to embrace it and blow up too. Get all the fairy culture getting together. I mean, jeez, people. Different. Well, like Fairies. I, I have friends. I have companions. Like One's a goth fairy. I mean, because I let everybody choose whatever they want to be. And she, so she's like, like pasty pale and wears like dark wigs. You can't, you can't stifle yeah. imagination. <laughs> it's, I have that fairies of every ilk. My, my, my fairy godmother, she's always got a cigarette hanging out <laughs> of her mouth. And like, you know, I mean, and once again, and I tell him never to tell me. And we just start the video and I just, cause I like to be genuinely surprised, you <laughs> know? So it's, it's real. And, and I, I've had so many people just. You know, being it, or they'll say they don't want to, and then like one or two videos in, they're like, um, "Can I maybe? I mean, just if you have time, can you know?" I'm like, that's why I always bring extra wings in the car. 
Wow. Inevitably. Everybody wants, yeah. Hey, do, is it, are fairies primarily female? No. <laughs> okay, hold on. And they're not even gay. That's the thing. It's like middle-aged, like men that, you know. Middle-aged, straight yeah. men. Yeah. Fairies. Uh, totally. Woodland ones or no. how many uh, are most fairies woodland or are, are like what's are you are you the outcast? Are there very few street fairies? Hood I'm fairies? The out, I'm the outcast. If I find another street fairy, we're going to throw some bows like <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. Um, yeah. Uh, they, and my m- the people that I, you know, get into the videos, they make up their character. I have a ninja fairy, you know, I have my my agent because I want to be an actress as a fairy. So I have an agent fairy, you know, like I have. All right. There's a whole fairy commu- community. Exactly. For you guys. The but whole city, a city fairy union. You guys got a union. <laughs> we should. We should. And yeah, we go out and then my Marvin. Can I be a, that's what I would be. I'd be the union fairy. Like There you go. You're like. The New Jersey <laughs> union boss fairy, you know, I'd have it's to grow up. Following. Yeah. I, I'll wear a wife beater and a gold chain. <laughs> slick my hair back. Nice. <laughs> I had, yeah, I mean, I've had people just, I just, like I said, I let them have free reign and do whatever comes into their brains. I love it. And it'll even be people that aren't actors, but they'll just want to play and, you know, like business owners and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) They'll just get into it. It's fun. So it's, it's, it's great. I like, I just like to make people happy and, you know, teach them that their brains, when you're put on the spot like that, you'd be surprised what your brain will come up with. You know, like, yeah, just trust yourself. I think most people are creative if they just allow themselves to be right. A lot of people. Yeah. You can't be afraid. That's the thing. You can't be afraid to look stupid or sound stupid. You just got to like do it. I embrace the stupidity. I mean, I literally if I have gigs, you know, like I have somewhere to go. I'm not going to change. Like if I have to go to the grocery store, the gas station, I just go like this. Like, I don't care anymore at this point. Like, I don't even notice. You're used to it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's attention. Do you carry business cards? Uh huh. I do. Yeah, of course. Just hand out business cards when you're, when you're checking out apples and bananas or whatever. Hey, fairy, what's up? Here's my business card. Yeah, it makes sense. And people aren't mean. I have never <clears throat> had any like negative reactions. Ever. No, people are cowards. They save that for online. And all, they may. Th- the only thing they'll say is, are you? I'm like, oh, I'm a fairy. And that's all I say. I don't even like explain it. And they're like, OK. Well, there could be so many different answers. <laughs> oh, you just came from somewhere right. doing something. <laughs> Clearly, you don't. I'm just like, no, I'm a fairy. No, yeah. And the best, I was waiting in line for coffee, and the guy in front of me was like, me too. And nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, I, you know, I have certain places that, you know, my haunts that that know me. So they're like, hey, fairy. So it's, it's kind of fun. And I started recently making special posts for my neighborhood group, you know, on Facebook, and just throwing them in there and peppering them in. And I've had people send me, you know, private messages and videos of, like, their kids watching the videos. Because I make sure not to do, like, for that kind of thing, not to. Oh, yeah. Are your videos safe for everybody? Yeah. For, for in- I haven't Instagram paid attention. And Facebook and stuff like that. It's, I mean, some of them might reach PG-13, but. Oh, that's fine. I keep those clean. Like, my, my Twitch account is not safe for work. Okay. That's fine. But, um, well, that's because, you know, I'm streaming for three or four hours. and Your I TikTok will probably be more towards kids, huh? Yeah, yes. Because that's like a, a kid's platform, And I you're, think. like, dancing, and you have 15 seconds, you know what I, I mean? I don't know anything about TikTok. Well, I'm learning at daily. 
Yeah. It's like, oh. And the stupider the Chinese are going to steal your information. That's all I know. They're going to hack into you. They're they're watching you right now. I know. Well, I always As long as who everyone else. (laughs) If you have a Siri, like, because the pig, my pig squeals. Like, he has, he screams. And, I mean, it sounds like you're murdering children. Like, and so I'm like, if I ever got a Siri and the government's listening, they just hear, like, thundering and clomping of hooves and be like, damn it, Dashiell, eat. And, you know, like, and I'm like, I wonder what they would think. How popular is the pig? Do uh, people love the pig. Oh yeah, some people come in. They're like, "Burying a pig." They're like, "I'm only here for the pig." I'm like, "That's fine. He's better looking <laughs> than me. It's fine. I get it." You make money on Twitch, little <laughs> donations and bits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and subscriptions and yeah, yeah. Yeah. How is this uh, quarantine going to work out for you? Are you, are you <clears throat> I'm worried or nervous that that you're going to lose out on on gigs or? Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm worried for the the SAG part of me. Luckily, right before this happened, like literally right before, I did three national radio commercials for Sprint, um, and then I did a, a print shoot too. So I'm actually still waiting on checks, and then you get residuals from those. As oh, well. sweet! So I'll have some, you know, that money coming in until the quarantine's lifted or whatever. But you know, it's a little bit, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. I mean. So I do what I can. And like I said, I work in trade, too. So if I need something. Right. I usually know someone who has something that I need. And I'm like, I'll do promo videos for you. And, you know, we'll trade out that way. Oh, and sweet. So. It's a, I mean, I'm going to spend the money on it anyway. So I figure I'll just get the stuff and just get the yeah. stuff. You know? Hell <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> Communist fairy. I, well, you know, it worked for you know, <laughs> some people. <laughs> <laughs> You got any uh, fairy inspirations? Um. Well, that's not where I get my Reddit fails from, because people have a bad habit of entering my stream when I'm in the middle of talking about something and hearing something out of context. So, mm. like one of my Reddit fails was somebody. It was a troll, and he was like, "You look like a an aged crack whore or something like that." And I was like, "What is it with people always saying that whores have to be going for crack?" Why Why do you have to be a whore for crack? Why can't you be a Target whore? Or a Starbucks <laughs> whore? You're right. You know, I was like, why Why does it always come down to crack? I think you should be able to whore for anything. And that <laughs> got me like, because somebody thought I was serious. Right, like, Giving right. that advice. You I know? love it. And one was, I was talking about cleaning the pig. And they came in right as I was saying, now, don't forget, clean your creases. <laughs> so... But that, that's a good motto, I think, that everyone should keep into, you know, in mind. Or I'll talk really fast and I'll put two words together. I created my own word. I was saying clearly and literally at the same time. Clitterally. <laughs> and so, like, it's, I think it should be in the dictionary. And it, it has a lot of uses. Put it in the Urban Dictionary. I know. It's like, clitterally, it should be in the dictionary. Cl- you know. Clitterally. Just right. drop it in a conversation. People are like, what? <laughs> Duh. What do you mean? <laughs> Urban Dictionary, that shit, you know what that means. And it, doesn't it flow, like, and it makes sense? You know? Kind of, I mean, it, it yeah. It sounds dirty, I mean, but it, it does makes sound sense. dirty, but I like it. I mean, literally. I like a little dirt. I know. It's like, people feel like, oh, but it actually just means, you know, very literal. Very literal. So, see, smart brains. You are, you got crazy brains, psychology. I was Psychology major <laughs> fairy. Boy, you got a lot going on. You got a lot going on. No wonder you got all this stuff going on with acting and cosplaying and your Twitter and all that stuff. Or not Twitter, Instagram and Twitch. Yes. Yes. All of it. And now the TikTok. I'm just now not the TikTok. good at it. I'm not good at it. 
like they really the stupider the better and you gotta do dancing on that right or so come up with some cool fairy dances and you and your pig <laughs> do little fairy dances right well, like last night I did party like a rock star with my cat. And I was like, what's your Saturday night like? <laughs> 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 I'm like, <laughs> with my clearly, you know, like hip moves. Like if I popped and locked and dropped it, then I wouldn't get up again. You know, like, be like oh, okay, I'm stuck. I, I popped, locked and dropped it once. <laughs> I'm locked. Man, I remember that song came out. <laughs> Pop, lock and drop yes. it. Oh, my gosh. That was a long time. That's an old ass song. I know. Well, that's what I I play them on stream and I sing yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get copyright strikes for that. Well, I'm not a I'm not like a huge streamer. I'm not like a, a an official partner. I'm an affiliate. Partners are where you make you know ads and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm an aff- I was an affiliate. I I used to mess around with Twitch for yeah a long as years ago. I mean, it takes a minute to get to you know partner status. So I yeah. mean, they don't pay that much attention to me. They might censor a stream if there's a song playing, but I usually keep the music pretty low. You I think know? it'll be just the replays that they right exactly. It's mess the videos. Up, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can play it on the stream live. It's just you know they won't let you yeah. keep it basically. So, so there are there, there's no like fairies you look up to or try to emulate or inspire you or anything like that or from from like movies or real characters or instagram fairies anything do you not fairies um no i i really admire peewee herman paul rubens yeah um i i had his teacher at the groundlings actually oh wow she was one of my instructors and he created peewee herman at the groundlings wow long ago and because you know his show it was like it was just really screw. It didn't make any sense. He had like talking furniture and a pterodactyl, but it worked, you know. And like Phil Hartman was on. Like, I make it like a high, make yeah. a hiney ho. <laughs> it's like, and and I just loved. It. it was just this happy character in this really weird world that made no sense yet made sense. And I did that. And then Christopher Guest, the director. I don't know if you have ever seen like Best in Show or Waiting for Guffman or A Mighty Wind. Best um, in Show is that the dog one? Yes. Yes, with uh. It Who's the guy? That Eugene guy's Levy. yeah. No, no, the other one, the guy, one of the announcer guy. Oh, um, he's that guy's in so funny. And he's in a lot of of Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, that guy cracks me up. Christopher Guest, he's the six finger, six finger man in uh, the Princess Bride. If you want to know what he looks like, oh, he that's an old, okay. So, but he directs, and his his directing style is there's a point A and there's a point B, and he he just films his actors improving, you know, and then he takes the best. So they know where the scene needs to end. Those up. are the best shows and movies when they allow their good actors genuine. to do that stuff. Yeah. And that's how I shoot all my videos because, uh, you know, point A, yeah. point B, I don't care how we get there. So. What's uh? Do you have any goals or aspirations, or are you just kind of this is what I do and whatever happens happens, or are you looking down like five, six, seven years down the road for for something? Well, I mean, my ultimate goal in life is um as an actress i'd like to to have a, a space and a theater of my own just um that only does comedies new works and old and just to make people have fun because everybody you know social justice they they feel like it has to be drama and you know yeah it's everything and but you can reach just as many people through comedy and <coughs> and stuff and so i want like by the time i'm 40 i would like to have my own space but slaughter bell um you know, I'll, I'll sell her out gladly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hence the name. And I have, I actually have a pilot in, in the works. Um, when I was in L.A., I, you know, I knew some people and I've met some people. And 
it's not one of those like pipe dreams. It's like I have a, a plan and I could I mean, most pilots don't make it. But right. But my sizzler is going to be awesome. So it's because I weird random story. My mentor is George Went and um. Oh, George <laughs> Went, really? Norm from Cheers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who George Went is. Uh, yeah. I, when I was one of the bar people giving out free shots, this drunk man was at a bar, and he was like, you need to meet George Went. He's going to change your life. And then he fell over. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, like, you know, like 22 at the time. And then, like, a few years later, he was in town doing a show, and a friend of mine was in the show with him at New Theater Restaurant. And, oh, uh, George Went was, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I've seen him. He's been in town he for... He travels. Yeah, doing plays. He loves doing theater. Yeah. yeah. He's a theater guy. Yeah. So. And so my friend told him that story, and he's like, well, I've got a meter. So he comped me the show, and then I went out with the cast afterwards, and we just, like, we just hit it off. Like, it, you know, we had so much in common. And yeah. And now, years later, I FaceTime him at least once or twice a month, you know, and when I was in L.A., we'd have lunch every week. Oh, cool. So and he like because since he's supposed to change my life, it's going to be like it's a mockumentary kind of. Um, I love those short, you know, like, I love those. Yeah, because it's part true. We'll be traveling to Florida because there's when I was 15 randomly for money, I sat for this painter a in a window and he did this giant oil painting of me as a fairy. Ironically, when I was 15. Whoa. And he still has it. And I found him. And he's all for us, like, making this journey. And so I was like, for my Sizzler reel, to just to get people to look at it, it's just, you know, I wake up, and George went sitting on the foot of my bed, just smiling. <laughs> Not as a fairy, just, just George. Just George. Yep. <laughs> and then, you know, kind of detail the, the, the plot and the ideas. And then, you know, if it did get picked up, I mean, it would be a guest starring role for, you know. And uh, I just random, like, we'd be at a hotel, and I'd wake up, and, George went sitting on the foot of my bed, you know. <laughs> wow. Because he was like, I don't really want to wear like wings and glitter. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I just want you as you. I was like, remember, you're supposed to change my life. And I was FaceTiming him and he was like, he just got this look on his face. He was like, you're right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I'd like to have a mentor in general, let alone look at you got George went as one. I respect the man. I think he's great. You know, mm -hmm. like when I'm having a bad acting day, I'll text him and he'll text me back, you know, like and and he's been in Slaughterbell videos with me. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of flattering to think that somebody with a reputation and a career has faith in my silly little whatever yeah. it is, you know, is there like I mean, you don't. Uh, acting here in kansas city like do you have to travel a lot for that like i mean what like is there much opportunity out here i guess is what i'm trying to get at not for union so like union stuff not as much but when i get the auditions i'm i'm, I'm i've got a decent enough kill rate you know um but uh like i produce my own plays too um, I produced three different plays, and I have traveled those. And I was supposed to go with one of them to Edinburgh this summer, but they canceled the French. And if you've never heard of Edinburgh Fringe Festival, it's the largest theater festival in the world. Oh wow! It started in Edinburgh, like actual. It's like, probably got some history go. to it there. Oh yeah, the whole <coughs> town basically shuts down. Oh cool! It lasts for a month, so I was gonna cool. take my one-woman show there, but you know, not now. Um, but I've, I've taken it to like the New York fringe and I've taken it to LA and I've gotten it produced.
produce out there and dang and then i have one that has other people well i have two that have other people in it because i have ulcerative colitis and i don't know if you know what that means you get ulcers on your colon and then you uh uncontrollably have to poop like 30 times a day (laughs) do you know when it's coming like oh this can be a, a bad day well, that's what the one woman show started about. It was just <laughs> true stories. It could just hit at any moment, bam, and then you. I got to go home, and I'm staying home all day. Oh, you you have you don't even have thirty seconds. It'll be like I'm fine, and oh my. Oh no. <laughs> so I shared some of the more memorable ones. Like, yeah. You know, like at Motown the musical, I was in the audience, and I couldn't get out. And well, you know, it's <laughs> like uh, and like, I, well, the bathroom was full, and I pooped in the litter box once you know <laughs> like, I mean, you make it work you know? <laughs> so I, I it's it's but it's not I don't whose litter box <laughs> my cats and then they watched me they shamed me i was like i'm gonna clean it out you guys i swear you should make them clean it out i know right they're like mom what are you doing your turn <laughs> but like yeah i shared some of my more my more memorable moments at the time and then of course you know, afterwards I started getting contacted by people. I feel so much better. Like I don't because they're dealing with the same issue. I have so many poop stories. Everyone I meet tells me their poop story, and I'm always like, "If you don't have one someday, you will." I'm like, "I'm sorry <laughs> to curse you, but you will one day." Everyone's got a shit story. It, oh yeah, and I and they have catchy titles. My one woman show is "Poops." I did it again. <laughs> my favorite. I love Britney. I know. I do too. <laughs> Especially 2000. I have. I wore Britney. my Britney shirt on the podcast last week. I have one that says Mood 2007 Britney. Like, I love it. And then I did The Taming of the Poo. Um, you know, like The Taming <laughs> of the Shrew. Like, ha, 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 ha. Um, and those were true stories. And I turned them into monologues. You know, I kept the, the voice, but I, I, like, I gender bent, so I cast people. And then last summer we did Six Degrees of Defecation. <laughs> and nice. Joel Nichols, if you remember him ever. He yeah. Was, he, he was in he it. He had a podcast. Yeah, I was on it. Oh. <laughs> and he has another one now. But he was in he my does? show. He does? I thought he... Well, he it was just a general one. And then he now he does like crime stuff. Oh, and okay. He switched it up. Okay. Because yeah. he did have one, an interview style one. Yes. You should talk. Yes. And I, I was on that. Oh, okay. Because he was in the show. So we, you know. But, that uh, dude seems cool. He is. He's great. He's right. uh, he's great. Yeah, I had the uh, <laughs> see, the guy that runs his show that did run his show. Mm-hmm. They had a podcast, Kansas City Media. Uh, where, where you the big about? blonde guy, Michael. That yeah, Michael? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Mike. I work with Michael. Him and Kyle were on. I had them on the show about a year, a little over a year, about around a year ago, I think. I know Michael well. He he used to work at this um, ad agency before I was here. Yeah. And I did commercials for him. And then he actually, he did a, an, he does an article and he writes things. And he did an article on me about a year ago and stuff. So He's cool. I like, I really like both of them. I had a really good time with them. He's fun. He's, he's snarky and, and fun. And I, yeah. I, I love Michael. I do. Yeah. So. Can we take a break? I got to pee. Go. Speaking of uncontrollable bathroom stops. Yeah. I mean, it's better to use the toilet. I've had a pot of coffee earlier, and I've been crushing this water. I know. I need to drink some of it. I need to rehydrate myself. Let's let's take a break, and then I'm going to do another shot. Let's see. Where were we before that nice little vodka? Oh, I was telling my my poop thing. Oh, your poop story. Yes, no colon, but you're still rolling. Oh, yeah. You got no colon because you got a... Ulcerative colitis. Yeah. Which is like Crohn's. It's a cousin to Crohn's or okay. like, you know, irritable bowel syndrome. But mine was, was such a severe case that like nothing worked. 
And like I was eating painkillers like candy for like three years. Oh, I did that. Like, I mean, not I, for that long. And I was like, I mean, I was dependent on them. Like I'll, I'll fully admit it. Like my body was dependent on. That's them. what they're designed for. Yeah, and then the <coughs> laws went into effect, and they ganked them from me. And she turned to heroin. It was like I wanted to at, at one point. Like when I went through the <laughs> withdrawals, real? it was like, well, because coming off of that was like. It's like the flu, but hardcore. And you're shaking and it's, oh my God, I've never, I'm like, I understand why rehab does not work for people because I've been through it, you know, but I use Kratom now. Um, Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I've wondered about that. I've, I've heard a lot. I've watched some documentaries. I haven't done it. I have no reason to, to do it other than just to get high. It's, can I get high on it? You know what I mean? Like whatever the kratom high, whatever that is, is that? It's very mellow. Um, it's so there are three different strands, and I take the red, which is for pain management, and it's also for opioid withdrawal. Um, and I normally like I I there's nothing, three kinds. Yeah, there's red, white, and green. Okay, what are they all? I, I know the red is the pain. Re- one of them's for like it's probably what I was more for energy or something. Oh, I, yeah, like so it's different parts of the plant. It's a plant. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, kratom, yeah. I think it's actually. And it's from like uh like Bali. And yeah, Indonesia. some it, micro yeah micro Asia country or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I you know I've never had an herb or any holistic things work for me. I mean I'm it's great when people do. I I'm not you know against it. It just it's never worked for me. But, you know, somebody suggested I try it. And when I was going through those withdrawals, like, that's what helped me. And to this day, like, I can't take Advil or Tylenol anymore because I was on painkillers for so long that they don't even do anything to me. And this, and Kratom works it, for you? It really does. Yeah. Where do you, you just get uh, these Kratom shops? Like the smoke shops. Yeah, I got to you know, it's uh, like. What's a good, is there a certain brand or kind that you stick to and get to? Because I know there's a lot. Yeah. I want to do it. I just don't know really where to begin. Like, I want someone to walk me through. Like, should I go in there and just like, this is the brand I want. They'll explain it to How you. How much do, yeah. Like, well, I got you. I got the Kratom fairy in front of me. They come, you can Break get, it down for me. You can get capsules. Um, they, There's powder. I usually get the powder because it works faster. You put it in liquid. And it's it's chunky unless it's hot liquid. And it does not taste Ooh. good. It smells, er, I mean, it, it tastes like drinking grass, if that makes sense. I, I don't like, mind that. Like, it's just not, it's not like. I cut the grass. It smells good. I could yeah, eat it. It's like eating that. I, I think I would like that. So it's not sweet, or I mean, you can make it sweet, I guess, if you want to. But the hot water at least makes it not as gritty. You know who's really into kratom? Huh? Is uh Slim Fast? Oh yeah, yeah. On ninety six five, the buzz. It, it ha- I mean, it really. It's like a warm blanket, especially if you have pains. You know, like he's into that. And uh, I was talking to his producer Hartzell. Uh huh. used to be his mailman. Um, I was like, hey man, how, what do they do with that kratom? He goes, oh, the secret ingredient is. Is a Snapple. They put it in Snapple and shake up. And he says that. Yeah. So that's. If you don't want to taste grass, put it in citrus, but (coughs) it will be gritty because it's cold. You know, it has to be hot to devote. So I just make like a tincture and I just use the hot water and the cream and I just drink it as fast as I can. And it's like chug it. How often? Um, Just when you're when you're in pain. Is that when you use it or? Yeah. Like and I mean, or if you want to do do, does it get you high? Like if you're just like, hey, I want to, f- not I don't. When I say high, just whatever that kratom high is, I'm sure there's some it's kind just of like that. Well, it's 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 a lot like opioids, so that that's a high. That floaty kind uh, of yeah. Like Who doesn't like an opioid? The warm you know? blanket and who doesn't like a hydrocodone? And you're just like ah. Or four. 
Like, you know, you're not like impaired, but you're just like, I you're like just lean. Feel nice. You're like a natural version of lean. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a nice feeling. I mean, if you take it's a white lot people of lean. It, is that what it is, Charlie? What look? Is is uh is kratom white people lean? It does sound like it, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it works for everybody, but for me, it really, it's, it like saved me. Because, you know, going through those withdrawals coming. So you were using it, f- you started out using it for the withdrawals? Yeah, because I did. I've read about that. Yeah. yeah. I was that person that's like, oh, you've had surgery. Do you ever gonna have any extra or anything? You know, because I was Whoa. so desperate because I'd been on it for so long. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I was on the hydrocodone, like the highest dosage. Oh, you gotta eat those one. like candy. Yeah, because and they you also constipate you. Yeah, they do. I was pooping yeah. All the time, so it would make me regular. Like, oh yeah, it balanced you out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, it was it was uh, it was a hard thing. You should, doc. I look. I'm not hooked on these things. I just need them for my poop. I need to regulate them. That's how what your prescription well, should have been for. Then it wouldn't have been just for pain. It would have been just for poop management. It was everything. <laughs> and I mean, and he was fine with giving them to me. It was just that the, the regulations cracked down and, and yeah. my illness didn't technically count. And I'm like, well, you know, thanks for making that decision for me. You know, can I ask your age? I'm 34. So. Oh, OK. So you're a little younger. But there was a golden era. You were. Of like op- like real opiate like where it was just easy to get like doctors and dentists and chiropractors were just like yeah yeah go get some oxycodone go get yep. some oxycotton go get this yeah it was yeah it just there there was like this you know quotation mark golden era of that and I I went through that for a little bit and it was a good time and now they regulate it so carefully but they need to it's so f- it fucks people up it's got f- oh it fucks yeah, so many but communities then up turn now. To heroin. They will go to heroin next. And I know you're right. Like I mean, if they're not getting a con- it controlled, you know, and they do control it and they watch it and monitor it very carefully, like, uh, I mean, people do. They that's they're like, well, if it'll make the pain stop. I mean, people are desperate enough, you know, and and I mean, I I'm a big advocate of you know if you want if you want to do drugs if you want to drink whatever it's it's your body it's your choice it's your decision libertarian I love it like you know if I want if you're not harming anybody I don't care exactly. what you do to yourself it's not like I don't care what you I do. don't go up to little kids and be like here have a hydrocodone <laughs> you'll have a great time you know it's not you know I use it for you know or I used to use them for you know actual medical reasons everybody starts off like that and it's yeah well I but. I was I was like physically addicted versus mentally addicted. No, I yeah, you know? I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So my body craved it. And yeah. So a lot of drugs are like that. I mean, yeah. that's a huge problem in the United States. Well, Adderall's and, bad too. Antidepressants. Yeah. Adderall. Because I take Adderall. Diet pills were huge huge mm-hmm. for a, a huge problem for a while for people. Like it's it's American culture. Like America, it's hard for us to have a culture cuz we're such a young country. Yeah. We're only a couple hundred years ago. Like how do you have a real culture but the newish culture seems to be you know getting fucked up or but don't smoke like (sighs) are you kidding me people are still smoking it's surprising i was uh you have to vape don't you want to be cool (coughs) and smell like blueberries uh i would be if i was a vape (laughs) if i was a vapor like right now i would be really if I was a vapor right now, I would go back to cigarettes with this COVID-19 stuff. Because yeah. I don't know, but they're kind of speculating vaping 
could have some adverse effects on you if you get this. Well, it's anything with lungs, I guess. Anything with lungs, yeah. but they're they're really I I don't know. I would I don't know. I wouldn't vape. Uh, I wouldn't vape. I don't. I've never smoked cuz like I said I do voiceover and I lots of times you know, I'll wake up even if I smoke for a film like I've had to do like you know, fake smoking and stuff like that and I practice. Your wings are getting twisted. It happens, you know, fairy problems. Yeah, you need a, you have a fairy chiropractor that can align you. I'll just kind of bend them. But, like, yeah, um, it's uh, – I, I don't really smoke. I, when I had my medical license in California, you know, I just sort of ate my weed. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was legal. I mean, it's not like it's – and they are the happiest people you will ever meet. Who? At the dis- dispensaries, like you walk in there. I've never been to a dispensary. Oh, it's so fun. Is it? And they're knowledgeable. They tell you like everything you want to know huh. about every product. If I'd you be interested. Know. I'd like. I would definitely like to go into one and just. They're like in cases. See what it's like. Yeah, it's all in cases, and you're like, "What is it? What do the gummy bears taste like? Like, what, what, what does this do? What is it?" And they'll try and give you like a recommended, you know, like amount to take to start with, and. You know, it's fascinating. Like and like I said, they're the happiest people you will ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't meet too many pissed off stoned people. No, no, you really don't. Yeah. You know? But edibles, I mean, I just warn people like Edibles is another game. It, it, That's it, a whole nother game. That's like hallucinogens. It's like they'll put you on a whole nother planet. I mean, I, I ate half a cookie. And the cookies aren't even big. They're like these little tiny, you know. Yeah. And like I said, I was laying on the couch and I like rolled and fell off and fell on the floor. And unfortunately, for some reason, there was like a marathon of the Vampire Diaries on, but I couldn't reach the remote. <laughs> Is that Sookie? No, no, that's that's True Blood, which I, I kind of oh. dig True Blood. No, the Vampire Diaries, it's like Ian Summerholder from Lost and like they're like teenage angsty vampires. Oh, now, my know. ex-wife was big in a Vampire Diaries. Now I remember. And they, they were books. And I stuff. never watched a single episode of it. It's, well, I watched at least six in a <coughs> row because I laid on the floor for six hours because <laughs> I just couldn't be motivated to get up. I'm sure there's worse things to get <laughs> Snuck, stuck in watching for sure. Well, like in my head, I was thinking, I'm thirsty and I should probably make dinner, <laughs> but and I should get on the couch because I'm on the hardwood floor. But I'm just gonna stay here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, and they last too. It's not like you know it goes away. No, it'll last for hours, like ten hours, hours like, and yeah. hours. <clears throat> and I was like, well, learn my lesson, you know, like. Oh yeah, it's like five to ten times more potent than when you smoke it. Your liver turns it into a whole other drug. Well, and the problem is, like, it doesn't hit you right away, like, if you smoke oh, yeah. it. So, like, 30 minutes later is when it hits you. But by that point, you're like, oh, this isn't working. And you've eaten, and you like, eat more. more. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you get the people that, like, are just like. That's when you get the, the, cop, <laughs> the cops when they call 911 on themselves. <laughs> Their eyes are, like, so red. They look like demons, you <laughs> know, and they're like cotton mouth like you can't even understand what they're saying they're like <laughs> you know and so there's some good stories like the best stories of people getting high always involves edibles always does but like that just gets people they're not expecting it well because yeah once it hits your bloodstream it's all through your body like you know you're done for <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's in there and it's there to stay like so i but like i got the like the chocolate covered espresso beans and that that would seem like it would counteract each other. You get you get this the the slowness of 
the pot, but then you get the energy of the caffeine from the bean. But maybe you're not getting enough caffeine because it's only one bean. It's just... I learned, for me, three to four was the perfect amount. And they came in a little canister, you know, like, you know, like breath mints only. Yeah. And, like, to not get, you know, out of your mind or anything. And just, like, take three and, like, it's just like candy. And, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Happy candy. Yeah. And and then you just, the rest of the day, you're just like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. Whatever. Oh, uh, this project's due. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it'll get done. Don't worry about it. So you live in California. I did, yeah. Acting out there and stuff? Yeah, I had um, a, a producer. Uh, someone produced my show, and then while I was out there, I studied at the Groundlings because I auditioned and got in. So that's what I was doing out there. And then that was when my colon was going to explode. So I, I Did that screw up acting for a little bit? Uh, a little, but I streamed, uh, or I did my videos from the hospital as a fairy. I had my my husband like bring me wings and wigs, and I'd be in a hospital gown, but I'd still nice. like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'd walk around like that in the hospital. <laughs> and um but like yeah, I, I literally I closed my show, got on a plane the next morning, flew in, went straight to my doctor's office for the appointment. He looked at me and he said, We need to hospitalize you now and then they did an Dang. like an ultrasound, they were like, Um, your colon's gonna explode like any time now. So if eee. that happens you'll get sepsis and oh, you'll die. That's not yeah. a good way to die either. No, I don't I didn't want to Oh, that's that. a bad way to go out. And they were like, and then they brought the surgeon in who was <clears throat> amazing. And she's like, you're, you know, you're young, you're strong. And she's saying this with. with they have female surgeons. Oh, she's beautiful, too. Yes. And she's amazing at her job. But she she had her fingers up my bum and um, was talking to me, you know, maintaining eye contact. And she's like, you have very strong rectal muscles. I'm like, oh, well, thank, thank, thank you. She's like, y- y- you know, y- you're not going to have the bag forever. You have to have it for while you heal. But what we can w- give you a J pouch is what it's called. And they stretch out your small intestine and make it into a super organ. So and then they reconnect you. So, but while you heal, you you know, you have the, the bag and mm-hmm. everything. So but I, I actually liked having that experience because it's really not that bad. You know, people put a stigma behind it, and it's really you don't smell like it's not. I've witnessed, yeah, people go through it before, and yeah, it's a little. It doesn't have to be it's, an issue. It's, it's not. It, I yeah. mean, you might have it makes noise. It makes noise. Yeah, because y- you fart out your intestine, which s- sticks out your side. My name, I, I named her Rosebud. There's a little piece that sticks out, and that's what's in the bag, you know. Oh, nice. And it looked like a rosebud, so I named her Rosebud. Like, what are you gonna do? And so, like, yeah, I mean, but they have, it's, it's like medical grade adhesive and you wear them for like three days and you change them and, you know, you empty it and then you roll it back up. Like, it's not, it's whatever. Really, yeah. It's not anything bad. You just can't eat roughage because it'll come out whole. So like raw fruits and vegetables are a no, no for me. <laughs> oh, still? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't have a colon. I don't have, I don't, I don't even know what a colon does. To be honest, it's your large intestine. That's where it like solidifies things into poo. So everything's like liquid for me because I don't have that anymore. And it absorbs like probiotics. That's where it's absorbed is in your colon. So oh, so can you? You don't take pro. You can't take. You don't have any. There's no point. There's no point. You don't have any bacteria in your gut. Yeah, no. I just have the small intestine. Huh. So, but it's shaped into a special like super organ. So I'm hoping for a bionic colon someday, you know, so I can be a cyborg. I mean, the way technology is going with stem cells and 3D printing and just 
You I just mean, give me a 3D printed bowl <coughs> and it'll work just fine. Like. They've done a 3D printed heart. <laughs> oh, they yeah, I've seen them. It's amazing. A uh, stomach. I think they've done a stomach too. Oh, I'll take I it. think, or maybe not. Maybe they're just using pig stomachs. <gasps> Don't say that. Oh yeah, you have a pig. Yeah, they. I think they use pig stomachs for stuff. Well, pigs internally are a lot like humans. Right. Yeah. And their skin is too. A lot of if you want to learn how to tattoo. They're tattoo they up, a, ink up a pig. They have thick skin. They will scream. Um, they I used to date them or give them just enough kratom to mellow them out. No, it wouldn't work. Did you ever tattoo your pig? I've painted their hooves. Like I've had two pigs, so yeah, I've painted their hooves before. But they like it. Yeah. And Dashiell wears bow ties, and you know, because he's very handsome. And I, uh, when I had Amelia, she was my previous pig. She wore tutus. Not they live for a long time, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless they get sick. And when they get Ooh. sick, they don't show that they're sick until the very end because they're prey animals. So they hide it from you and you don't know anything's wrong until literally it's it's pretty much too late. And so that's like, yeah, they're prey animals. Yeah. So they think like, you know, they have to act strong. Pigs are prey animals. Yep. Well, except for those really? boars. I was going to say, I would think they'd be omnivores. They're omnivores. They are omnivores, but like in <coughs> the in So the they can hunt. I mean, they uh, they do some hunting. They can gory it. But, well, ours is, he's right? fixed, so he doesn't have tusks or anything. Right, but, but but the species in general. Oh, yeah. They'll eat people. They eat each oh, other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like but I'm saying as far as hunting, too, like, won't they hunt? Like, would they will they hunt and chase? They'll, like, they'll chase down, like. <laughs> the boars, like, they might hunt a human down just because not a human oh they might no, cha- they'd, they'd no, they, no, but not not for food no but i'm saying they would hunt uh, wouldn't they hunt like maybe a bird or a, or a, a mouse or something for food not i mean not domesticated ones no no but but the species that what are they the suscrafa they're, they're in the south and they like run rampant and everything and right i don't know if they actually hunt uh, any pig that i've met that's aggressive is they just do it for fun because they're really smart Right. They're really smart. People aren't prepared for how intelligent what they can are. Your, uh, what do you have your pig trained to do? Or, like, what's what's some smart things that your pig, like, what would... Oh, he's... Tell me how smart this pig is. Uh, I mean, he, he, he learns tricks faster than a dog. You show him something once, and he knows it. He knows sit, spin. Obviously, he knows his name. He has special stairs to go up to the couch because... But he still leaps and jumps and stuff. <laughs> and, um, you know, he knows to go in his box. Potbelly pig? He's a he's a mini pig. That's what okay. They're called. But they're not. How big is he? How many pounds? Right now, about seventy. Um, oh, geez, that's big. Well, but it, they're comp- It's a. How compact. big will he get? Like around a hundred. That's a big animal. Uh, no, but it's but they're compact. Like our dog, it looks bigger, but he's only sixty pounds. Like, he, but he's tall. That's a big dog thin. too. Thin. He's, he's like a medium. He's like he's like a retriever mixed with you know a demon from <laughs> you know but. Like, he, he's not as tall. They stay s- small and compact, so it's uh-huh. just like a little bullet of muscle and, you know. So, um, but the, you can look, like, you look in their eyes. You know, some animals are just like, <laughs> Like a cow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, pigs, you look in their eye, and they're, it's like Jurassic Park, clever girl. Yeah. You know, like, we had to put child locks on the cabinets and everything because he, he learned once how to open it with his snoot. And and he's he is so happy. He's such a happy pig. Um, he doesn't want to be an alpha or he's anything. He's house house trained, of course. Oh yeah, he goes straight to the door. We want to go outside. We never had to do anything. 
They d- pigs are very clean. They will not go to the bathroom where they eat or sleep. Refuse. They won't do it. Like, it's... And people are, like, you know, filthy as a pig. Yeah, the only reason they're muddy is they don't have sweat glands and they're if they live outside. That's how they stay cool. Exactly. Yeah, they're not, like, dirty animals. They don't like dirt. Does it smell? Like, does your house smell like pig? No. Some people's house smells like cat. Some smells or like dog. dog. Yeah. No, he is... Um, He's the cleanest... It, if you've ever, do you know what horses smell like? That kind of barnyard musk. Yeah. Well, he slightly has that, but you also have to grease your pig because they get dry skin. So we put coconut oil on him. So he's like a he's like a tropical <laughs> barnyard. <you know? laughs> but he doesn't reek because he doesn't sweat. You know, so a Hawaiian pizza. Exactly, and they have pigs in Hawaii that surf. There's like a whole community of surfing pigs. Oh yeah, yeah. So I want to teach Dash <coughs> to paint. I think he'd enjoy that because you have to keep him stimulated and interested. And stuff really? Like that. Yeah. They're like it, people are like, is it like having a cat or a dog? I'm like, neither. It's like having like a toddler. Wow. Because they're, they're constantly learning and wanting to learn and, you know, stuff like that. So and they're proud of themselves. Really? Like he learned he could knock the chairs over, like the kitchen chairs and stuff. He'd knock one over and. You know, rather than like being upset, he'd come wagging his tail. He's like, "Look what, Look I, what I learned did, how to do." You know, yeah, that's so. cute. And and I mean, once he's one time, and then he he remembers. So it's how yeah. do you discipline a pig? Um, you do can't they take really. do they take discipline well? Like, you, you just you have to you have to establish dominance. That's the main thing because it's a hierarchy. You know, like right. hierarchy, and right. and it's a matriarchal society. Oh, really? So, like, huh. um, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, Amelia, our previous pig, she, um, I was the alpha sow, she was the beta sow, and she would she would still attack daddy, because oh, to yeah. her, daddy was below her, you know. Right. And um, but she wouldn't. Every now and then, she she, you know, charge at me, but you can't move, you can't be afraid, because if you act afraid, then she wins. Yeah, she's like, haha. I'm the alpha. Exactly. I'm the alpha, bitch. So you just got to stand there and stay in your ground. And it's scary. Even though this little pig, she was 85 pounds, but compact, you know, charging at you like <gasps> making this noise with her mohawk sticking up. I mean, you have to be brave. People would come in my house and be like, eh. Can you charge her back at this, when she's charged? Can you charge her? Yeah. Oh, come at me. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Did you see those commercials? I love those. No. Oh, there was a Matt Castle commercial a long Who's time Matt ago. Who's Matt Castle? The football player? Yeah. From a long time ago. And Danny McBride did him, and it was Danny so McBride is, uh, yeah, that, that. Come at me, bro. Come huh. at me. <laughs> I don't know that one. It was, it's hysterical. <laughs> but, like, no, he, like, Amelia would challenge. Dashiell does not challenge anybody. He thinks everyone loves him. Everyone's his friend. Like, the cat's so grooming like him. a golden retriever or something. He's just, <laughs> he's just happy. I mean, he gets into mischief, but it's because he's still a baby, and he's still learning, you know. And I don't make him stream or anything. Like, he gets on camera himself. Like, Amelia was the same way. He knows what a camera looks like. Sometimes that's how I, like, lure him over. I'll put the camera down and he comes <laughs> running towards it. He's like, "Wow, tell me how pretty I am. <laughs> so, yeah. it's. I, I think pigs are great if you have the time to spend with them. They're definitely not animals that can be locked up for, you know, 10 hours a day in a kennel. Yeah. So. Yeah, anything smart. That just drives them crazy. Mm-hmm. Any kind of animal like and that. And I got stuck in his kennel for like half a day one day. You got stuck in his kennel? Well, he had a tummy. He had a blockage and he had a tummy ache and the vet said to watch him. And so uh, since I keep odd hours, like my husband has a normal job. So he got up at dawn, you know, to go to work. And I w- 
crawled into Dashiell's kennel with him because it's one of those giant ones. It's his bedroom. He has <laughs> his, you know, his pillows and blankets. And um, and I laid down and slept, you know, next to him. And I had put <coughs> my phone like on top of the kennel because um, I didn't want him to wake up and like chew on it or something. Well, so at some point, like my muscles locked up, like I seized up, you know, like oh. one of those like cramps. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I couldn't get out. <laughs> Like, my legs were dead. Like, I, I couldn't move. Like, Dash, the door was open, you know. Dash would come out, and, you know, he'd look at me, and he'd, like, go to the door, and then he'd come and look at me. He's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I can't, I can't <laughs> move. Like, <laughs> Figure it out. Two hours later, sweating, I had managed to, like, drag, <laughs> using just my poor upper body strength, you know, with my dead legs. Right. And, like, <laughs> reach the phone, and I called my husband. I'm like, I need you. to. G- I can't get off the floor. <laughs> Uh, to his credit, he didn't even ask questions. Okay, I'll be there soon. Oh, nice. I mean, because I look like a fairy, you know, all the time anyway. Like, so he doesn't ask questions. Gotta help a fairy out. I'm like, I have to go pick up this bulletproof vest because I'm gonna go with this uh, this bounty hunter streamer, and he's like, okay, have fun, you know, like. What's his name? Um, oceans. Uh, oceans giant is his handle, and then there's another one. The um, bounty hunter. The bounty streamer is. Yeah, he's one of the local ones. <coughs> okay, I knew there was. I knew of one. I can't remember. Steven IRL. That was his partner. Um, and he has he has a lot of followers too. They they eventually split. I mean, they're still friends, but they have their own. You know. A skinnier guy and then a bigger guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What? Yes. Uh, yeah. I used to watch they them. Used to, and they still sometimes stream together, but you know they have their own platforms and stuff. And I met them and I found out they were local. And so we streamed together a couple times. Oh, cool. And he teaches me like fairy bounty hunting things. <laughs> and I know people with bulletproof vests, and you know, so why wouldn't a fairy wear a bulletproof vest? Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, you're the city fairy. Of course you got bulletproof vests. Like, I'm from you're the not this woodland. Who wants to be a woodland fairy? You guys aren't having any fun. City know. fairy here is killing the game right now. Bulletproof vest, hanging out, doing podcasts. Bitches can't hang with the streets. I mean, they just can't. They can't do it. Oh. But I tell people, I'm like, I'm from the 816. I was like, I, I desperately, like, and I'm very close. Um, I want to get Tech Nine to do a funny fairy rap with me sometime. I really do because I know a friend of mine dated him for a long, long time and everything, and and they're on good terms. You know, it's just he's busy, and I, you know, I understand that. Right. But if I, oh my gosh, I just think it'd be funny. And he moved to the nine one three, and so I was gonna like. You can go out to Strange Land and just hang out up there as your as a fairy every day until yeah, you bump the, into him. And I, I talked to his, the, like, the head, you know, and I guess I could just sit out there like a creeper. Yeah. You know? like, I'm the fairy. I'm just walk <laughs> in there. Because I've messaged, you know, and <clears throat> I would talk, you know. But I just think it would be so much fun. Because I have a fake grill, too. Oh, nice. And I glued, like, jewels on it. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, the, the, like, the I'm a player song, like, I'm a fairy, I'm a fairy. Um, and then like we could you know because he's he's a great lyricist you know and yeah he's incredible I, like he's great and i think it'd be so funny to have a fairy rap like I, oh my god and i mean honestly why i mean it doesn't harm him any it wouldn't take him hardly any time and it would show another side of him you know because i think that's good to show that you have a human side that you're not afraid to make fun of yourself you know yeah and and same with I like my my Patrick Mahomes. Uh, unfortunately, he got famous. Well, fortunately for him, but because um, 
there were all these memes that he sounded like Kermit the Frog. He does. Yeah. Him and Jordan Peterson. And I want to do Rainbow Connection. Him, like, a fairy and, and him. <laughs> like, I have, a, like, pig ears and stuff like that. And I have a pig onesie. I could be, like, Miss <laughs> Piggy, you know, with a tutu. And then, because and he has that charity for kids. Or I throw that. Uh, wouldn't that be cute to see Patrick Mahomes just singing, Why are there so many songs about rainbows? You know, like. That's a pipe dream. I think I mean, it'd be just <coughs> It'd be great, but that ain't happening. <laughs> that dude, ain't nobody letting that guy do that. He's got an image. That ain't happening. Well, you got a better that. chance with Tech 9. But he has. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've heard he's very interested in doing different stuff. But, like, well, no, George Went actually told me. He says, he's like, I normally don't, people, don't tell people to ever, you know, go meet celebrities and stuff. He's like, but you have this weird thing about you. You force people to be your friend, even <laughs> though they don't want to be. <laughs> like, I stepped on Dame Helen Mirren. Like, I straight trampled her. And she's little. She's really tiny. Like, you know, like miniature sized. And I fell onto Eric Stone Street, literally fell <coughs> into his arms. And like around here, uh, no, it was in Hollywood. Oh, wow, ironically, nice. he was coming off the elevator, I was going on, and I tripped and just like face planted into his chest. <laughs> you know, I looked up at him and I was like, I'm from Kansas City, right? Too. What else do you <laughs> say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm from Kansas City. <laughs> and then, yeah, and when I stepped on Helen Mirren, it was at this, this like premiere kind of thing that I got invited to, and she was out mingling, and I was actually looking for her, but she was, you know, really tiny, and yeah, I. You didn't knock her over with your wings, did you? No, but I stomped on her pretty good. <laughs> but she, she like sandwiched my hand, and she was like, "Oh, you're so gorgeous. Don't worry about it." And all this, and she's like, "All the, all these girls in Hollywood, they're, they're, they're so, they're so beautiful." And I was like, "I'm not from here." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, thank God, neither am I." Yeah. <laughs> like she was, <laughs> she was great. Like she was very gracious, and yeah. So weird stuff happens to me. I say to Gary Sandy, if you ever saw WKRP in Cincinnati. WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. I, he did a, I was in Right Between the Ears, which was a, well, I am in uh, a radio theater troupe, you know, and uh, they've been well known. And, you know, we have occasional people and I performed with them. And he, he said, you know, before I went to L.A., if you need a place to stay, you know, you can stay at my place and, you know, I can help you out and stuff and gave me his contact information. I'm like, you realize I will use this. this <laughs> I promise. I straight called him. And I'm, I'm like that, too. If you offer me something, I'm going to take you up on it. You know, because some people are like, oh, they're never going to. No, I, yeah. will, I will call you. And, oh, yeah. And he was like, he was totally gracious. And I got to stay at like off Mulholland Drive and like he took me all around. And I've never been out there. It was. I've never been to California. <laughs> gotta go there's a lot of people i need in and out uh, i need roscoe's the thing about in and out though there's always a line like out into the street every uh, single one it's fine it's like you have to wait for i'll go at the odd hour i'll go at like two o'clock it or doesn't something. matter it's bizarre <coughs> really it's insane like it's just the traffic like it, it's like if you want to do your laundry go to target you know like that's a day yeah it, it's insane but I mean, I want to visit. I don't want to live there. Right. I'd like to visit and check some stuff out. Visiting is <coughs> is fun. You know, you can Uber everywhere and you don't have to worry yeah. about anything. Yeah. But when you're actually living there, like the parking signs are like, you can park here from this hour to this hour on this day. But on this day, this hour to this hour and this and this. And parking tickets are at least double what we pay here. Oh, and, yeah. And everything they'll tell is. you. Yeah. So, 
you're like constantly like, what day of the week is it? Can I park on the street? Oh, which side of the street can I spark- park on? Because oh. ah. they have street cleaners, you know? Oh, and like, that's why you Uber everywhere. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But in L.A., they don't have like a good like subway system. They don't have good public transportation. So you have to drive pretty much, you know? So It's spread out so far. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because you might have an... Ubering would be expensive, probably. It is. It gets... Well, luckily, w- I stayed in between Melrose and, and uh, Santa Monica. So I was in West Hollywood when I stayed out there. So I could walk a lot of places, which That'd was nice. That would be beautiful. I'd like to see. I could get down with that. It was, it was great. But when it rained, people would act like the apocalypse was coming. That's what I've heard. They're like... Like <gasps> it's never rained before. Yeah. They like stare up Everybody at the sky. Everybody starts just running into each yes. other on the <laughs> highways. Just... Like I'd be walking, I feel a sprinkle. I don't even think about it, and you see people like looking, like, <gasps> you know, and like start like people would cancel like their appointments, doctor's appointments, and hair appointments, and like I can't drive. It's raining. Weak. And I'm just like, what? Weak people. <laughs> Soft. It was, it was bizarre, and as soon as it hit like you know 65 degrees, it was freezing. Like oh they had boy. like puffer jackets oh. and scarves, and I'm still wearing oh, like shorts. Oh, give me shorts 65 all day. I know. They're all like all bundled up in their boots and everything. And I'm like, what's the well, matter? Well, they probably with think you? of it as more of a fashion. Like, oh, this is our chance to do some fashion and pretend it's cold. I guess, but yeah. I was just like, when will you find out if your pilot gets picked up? I mean, I have to send in the thing. Every you know, this damaged everything because uh-huh. I was gonna go out there because I had and there was a YouTube streamer that I, I admire. He like he's popular, but he's not like blowing up Mm -hmm. but i like his style you know when you can just kind of tell like you think you'd vibe with someone yeah and he shoots videos like i do and he has a character and stuff and he's in la as well and he actually you know accepted me as like friend and everything so you know (laughs) congratulations i just i just ask i ask for what i want i tell people i'm like the worst they can say is no you know that's my motto one of my mottos just ask and you'd be surprised how many people are like yeah "Sure." sure i'd love to why not what else am i gonna do you know, like, so, and then I could do, you know, kill two birds with one stone. And George's thing would only take, like, you know, four hours, if that, you know. And then I'd give it to, yeah, my stepbrother. So, because he's high up. I've never asked for a favor because I believe in working for myself. But I was like, I think I am owed one favor. And I'm saving it. And now I have the thing I saved About it About to cash it in, huh? Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. So and and I've asked. I mean, I don't just ask friends. I ask like actual, you know, producers and theater, film, everybody. This is my idea. What do you think of it? You know, be honest. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, they'll tell me the critiques, but for the most part, it's been, it's been positive. It's really weird, my, the format. But um, if it's done well, and I know how I want it done, right. You know, because it would be a road trip, but <coughs> I, like the cameraman would be in it, the sound people. You would, would be actually in it. do the road trip. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it would be a documentary. We stop at like yeah, it's Gator a documentary. So I guess, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so it would be like. I'm down. Real. I'm in. <laughs> what do <laughs> I need to do? You got to go fund me or something? I can donate to. I'd be like, that's I want to do. I was like, I could call it for whom the slutter bell tolls or something. Like yeah. That, you know, because <laughs> I was just calling it the Untitled Slutter Bell Project. But then I woke up and I was like, for whom the Slutter Bell tolls? But yeah, that painting exists and I've been Slutter in Bell does America. I know. Well, Southern. The South. Uh, Slutter, Slutter Bell, Bell does, does the, the South. South. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Slutter I'm, Bell, and you can spell it B-E-L-L-E. Well, 
I wasn't original. I didn't put the E on the end. I didn't do the French thing. I was that slutter bale. Slutter bale. <laughs> slutter bale. Southern slutter bale. Slutter bale. Hang on, won't you come on down here, you little crawfish, you little slutter bell. I have to tell you something, they're, they're fresh right out the creek, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I want to hit all those, like, roadside, you know, as a fairy, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know. Obviously. And it's and you'd be surprised how many people are open to, like, people are never, like, get out, you know, like. And I'll be like. No, why would they? I, people well, are nice. Some businesses, you know, they 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 feel it's like they have maintain like a, a reputation. But you go in somewhere, and I'm like, this is what I do, and you know, I'm honest and open. And they're like, okay. So, like, I I always ask permission first. I'm really polite, you know, and I don't. I'm not like like jackass, you know. I don't do stupid stunts. I'm literally just myself. I'm just a fairy, mm-hmm. just going about daily life, and and people, it's like they just file it away, and they're like, oh, she's a fairy. I saw a fairy today, Mom. Yeah. I I love it. Like <laughs> I said, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old daughter. She loves princesses and unicorns and stuffed animals. If she, if if I took her to Red Robin or something and saw you in there, she'd love it. I'd just be hanging out and it's like eating my burger. Like, she'd hey. love it, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, go say hi to the fairy over there. People do, and, like, the owners will come out. They're like, I don't know what you're doing here, but thank you for stopping in. Like, nice. it's so, yeah, it's, it's just really sweet, like. And I go out with Dr. Mumu. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I don't know him. He'd be interesting to put on your podcast. Um, he's Dr. Mumu? Yes. Okay. And he does charity. Um, he's a retired doctor, and he goes out weekly, and he vlogs and goes to, you know, homeless or people who are down on their luck, you know, like in the mm-hmm. bus stops, and, you know, and he gets their stories, and then he always chooses one or two and gives them $100. Oh, cool. But he also brings a bunch of food and stuff. And oh, then nice. I, I went with him. I've gone with him several times, and I always have, like, unicorns and temporary tattoos and useless things. Fun stuff. <laughs> Bring a smile to their face. Hell exactly. yeah. But you'd be surprised how many people want to do it. And they do videos with me, and I do, like, videos right. on the street. With that them is awesome. So, and, and he's a great guy. You know, he's a philanthropist, and... And he wears a mask, you know. So there's this masked man and this fairy. A doctor mask? Like no, it's like a. Oh. It covers his whole face, and he wears sunglasses over it. I gotta have this dude on. So I'll reach out to him. You should. He's got a pages, and and he does. I mean, he's been in national stuff for the the philanthropy he does. Okay, cool. And I just met him randomly, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd love to have a fairy." After he stared at me for a few minutes, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> And I brought a fairy posse, you know, so that day we had a professional photographer, um, Roy Inman. He's the one who took like the iconic Union Station photos from the Super Bowl and the Ro- World Series. Yeah. And he's their official photographer. That's Roy. And he's a good friend of mine. And he f- documented the thing via photo. And then we had Brother John, who does like spoken word and vlogs and stuff around town. And he was following us. And then I had two fairies with me. <laughs> and like... <laughs> And then Dr. Mimu. <laughs> Cops would like pull over and take pictures of it. What us. a gang. It was like, we were just happy. Gang gang. I had my tutu <clears throat> on, you know, and I had my fanny pack. It's a it's a holographic clear fanny pack with unicorns and Ooh. stuff in it, like giving out stuff. I'll rock one of them. Oh, it's it's nice. I shop a lot of rave websites. Yeah. I, if you look <clears> that up, makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could get, get the stuff on clearance that nobody else wants. But because I can see what I can use it for, right. you know what I mean. You got an eye for it. You got a fairy eye. It's like, oh, I could match that with this tutu, you know, like. So yeah, I'm, I 
I always kid if you get on my Amazon website, it looks like like a raver who does like like all the Molly. Oh, yes. <laughs> but does children's parties, too, because I also <laughs> get like, you know, like unicorn stuff. And I always right. have like extra ears and just random props for people to wear if they want to do a video. I always my car is full of just your closet must be full of fun my, stuff. My spare room is full of right. Your fairy <laughs> room, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. It's a disaster. Like, my stream has accidentally seen it, and they're like, what's happening yeah. here? Well, our basement flooded. We had to bring everything into one, and it's just kind of, yeah. it's like, ah. So, I, I look like a dumpster fire fairy, but that's okay. You're a city fairy. I am. <laughs> you know. Sex in the city. Fairy in the city. They, that's, that's the show you need to do. Remake Sex in the City, but do it with fairies. I know. We had a podcast for a while until my friend <coughs> fell in love and, and, you know, got a life. But yeah. we were there's something about fairy. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I know. I'm so I'm so punny. Puns are great. I I, I love dad jokes. I lo- well, I love poop ones. I come up with a lot of poop ones. Of course you do. You it hits it's home. It's like, you know, like one of the monologues, it was about the Lord of the Rings and I called it the fellowship of the rings. Nice. And, um, I tell people to shit for the stars and <laughs> You know, I'm just I'm very popular with people. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I just come up with all those. Hannibal Lecterd, because a, a puppeteer offered to make me a puppet for this last a show. A puppeteer. Yes, my, I did call him a puppeteer, and our puppet, um, he showed up and like the news people were there, and <laughs> he happened to be the one that showed up with with <laughs> the puppet. And right on the spot, he came up. He kind of, he sounded kind of like a southern drag queen when he did, because he just was doing a voice, you know. So that was Blanche Poubois, like from a streetcar named Desire right. Blanche So I was thinking of other, you know, like Napoleon, you know, Bonaparte or something. Like we could have a whole, like Pee Wee, you know, because Blanche is a rainbow leopard print turd with long eyelashes. <laughs> And it's like two and a half feet tall. I mean, it's like a real marionette. Right. It's not just those like things a sock are awesome. puppet. Yeah. He's a, <coughs> a puppeteer. Yeah. Th- those cool puppeteers. I went to that one. I took uh, one of my kids to the Paul Mesner's mm-hmm. place down there on Linwood or whatever. Yeah. That's where he, he's worked there. And yeah. That place is dope. That, th- those puppet shows are legit. Oh, yeah. Like they're legit. Like it's it'll knock your socks off. Like how cool and entertaining they actually and are. And that's what he does. And he yeah. builds them. Too. Oh, that's cool. So, and he built Blanche for me, you know, like, wow. so, and she's quite popular. Like, she got to, you know, help host like for the Fringe Festival, and like he'll do little things, and people love Blanche. Wow, look at you! I got a real celebrity on the show. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I accidentally got a real celebrity on here. I hey. just never say no. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. I appreciate you coming on and, and spreading the slutter slutter bell. I I just want laughter is the best yeah. medicine. Just laugh at yourself and make fun of yourself. This podcast is basically all about having a good time, and mm-hmm. like you fit in perfectly here. This was awesome. I really thank you for doing this. Is there anything you'd like to say here, like where people can find you, how you want people to? I'm everywhere. I'm. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. Like I have this photograph uh, that Roy Inman took and sells prints of it. So they're like I'm looking out people's living rooms too. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm on Instagram. That's my favorite. But like Facebook, I live stream on Twitch. You know, I have Twitter. I have YouTube. I started the TikTok. It's yeah. really bad. Go ahead and watch some of my videos. They're getting better. You'll get better at it. Yeah. 
Well, there's. I get too creative. Yeah, there's no such thing. You know, and it's like, ugh, I need to dumb it down a little. But yeah, I, I, I just keep growing, and maybe you'll see a pilot, and I'm on a, the Big Dumb Fun show. And I want to see this pilot. I want to watch the show. I want it to succeed. I hope. I it hope does. it. I hope it takes. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it gets bought, and I hope we get to see you traveling the south with george went i mean it wouldn't be that expensive if you think about the budget i just want to buy like a used rape van you know the kind with the windows blacked out <laughs> and a unicorn painted on the side exactly like lisa frank style like a local artist painted yeah. like airbrush painted like and we travel that'd be like sweet <laughs> that'd be really cool or like a used minibus you know like <laughs> pulling a trailer behind it or something <laughs> exactly. yeah <laughs> i know it's weird i i always tell people i'm better in person than on paper so it's true, because if you hear the idea, like if you see it written down, you're like, oh, God, yeah. everything has to be explained and, and, and yeah, put it in entertaining fashion. That's why I try to send like 30 second videos along with all my clips nice. and stuff. I'm like, hi, this is actually me. Um, <laughs> this is what you get. Uh, nice. If you like it, great. Like, <laughs> Because otherwise they're like a fairy. What? What, what does she do? I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I was blown away. This was even more fun than I anticipated. I'm glad. I'm glad I get to meet you. That's Don't be a stranger. Maybe we can do this again. I know. And we can, we can when our powers combine, we can social media, you know, Captain Planet. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> can I get a fist bump from him? It's like, heck yeah. Yes. When I met LeVar Burton, he fist bumped. Oh, nice. Reading Rainbow Guy. Yes. And because everybody was talking to him about Star Trek. Because it oh. was a Comic-Con. Yeah, I'm not a starter. And I read Trek up, or a Star Wars guy. I was like, I love reading Rainbow. Yeah. And he got all excited. Hell yeah. Because I was like the only person all day. He was day. trying to bring it back, too, for a minute there. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. They had a GoFundMe, and they, yep. yeah. That was right Hell when yeah. they were doing it. And Margo, that's where I met Mar Margo Kidder, and she told me her whole life story. You've met everybody. This was real, Slutterbell. <laughs> that, that rarely happens. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we're out of here. Bye. I know. Peace. Make your choices. Ever since... <laughs>